Dun, 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 dun. I have published a new book. It's called The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude. If you like morning motivation, you're going to love this book. You can find it on Kindle and in paperback form on Amazon, and the audiobook is coming soon. So check out The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude on Amazon now. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Motivation Sunday Update for Sunday, August 8th, 2021. I am Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy himself. This is one of the two podcasts I do. This is the Sunday Update, a longer form bit. Uh, the rest of the week is the short, punchy bits of morning motivation, get you going kind of stuff. So if you don't like me talking so much, just don't listen to this episode. Listen to tomorrow's and uh, you'll love it. Uh, you should also listen to my interview podcast, which is more about other people talking because I get people on there that I can learn from and that I want to learn from and that you can learn from as well. So Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast or guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. But while you should listen to that podcast, I want to talk about listening to something else that's listening to yourself. Over the years, I've trained myself to listen to myself, listen to the signs and signals that my body gives me, that my mind gives me, that my spirit gives me, because there is so much information there that we often ignore. You see, your body is a machine. Your mind is a machine. Machines, you put certain inputs in to get certain outputs. And any output you get is because of the inputs combined with the configuration of the machine. That sounded very technical, I'm sure. But the thing is, everything has a purpose. Nothing happens just because. Nothing happens by random chance. So if you feel a certain way, something made you feel that way. If you do a certain thing, something made you do that thing. So, for example, when I drink coffee at my office, if I drink it early, I will get a headache later in the afternoon, sometimes depending on the weather. There's a lot of variables. It's very complex. But as I've gotten to know it, I've gotten to learn when I should and should not drink coffee if I want to feel my best and do my best. It's easy to write it off as, well, I just get a headache in the afternoon. That's just the way it is. But that's not the way it is. There's actually specific patterns, and I can work with those patterns when I come to understand them. Same thing with emotions. You might feel anxious, and you might be inclined to say, well, the world is anxiety-producing. Really? The world is anxiety-producing? The world, Everything in it? The whole world? So looking out the window from my office, and there's my backyard, and I, there's nothing anxiety-producing there. And I look out into the woods in the backyard, there's nothing anxiety producing there. And I look around my office, and other than a little bit of messiness, nothing anxiety producing here. So something is producing anxiety. It's not the world, because all those places are in the world. You're getting that anxiety from somewhere. What is triggering that? Is it social media? Is it that engagement? For me, things on social media can trigger anxiety because... I'll see something that I feel the need to respond to and can't properly respond in the format format as allowed. I can't get my point across effectively, and I know that the thing they're saying may actually cause harm to themselves or to others, but I don't know how to counter it. That creates some anxiety. Well, it's not my obligation to counter it, so the solution is to avoid it. So when I need my mind to be clear, I should stay off social media. Stay off it can do that. 
but that's by knowing where it comes from. Or I may know it comes from certain things, so I might just check my notifications and just check groups I'm part of, but not scroll my feed. Because in the feed where I tend to run in trouble, it's not in my groups and it's not in my notifications. So that's an important thing to know. And to realize that when I do comment on something that's contentious, I'm going to get a response comment. So I am obligating myself to 48 hours of additionally dealing with this. And if I'm not up for that, I shouldn't do it. The other thing I learned is if I haven't slept enough, I'm not sleeping well enough, if I'm not exercising enough, if I'm not rested, if I'm not taking enough time off, that will affect my resilience. I'll be more affected by little things. I'll be less patient. I'll be more inclined to get upset. And that's important to recognize because then I know, okay, I need to make sure I get more sleep uh, or adjust my schedule or take another nap or whatever it is, do what I need to do to get control of that thing. And by having that self-awareness, having that, that uh, introspection, I'm able to do that and, and have better mastery myself. Now, I'm not saying I've mastered myself. I still get upset. I still lose my temper. I still make mistakes. Absolutely. But I am learning by getting that feedback. We're all constantly learning. No one's ever there. But I am learning and improving in that way. Being introspective also allows you to learn how things work. For example, I was uh, speaking to someone who runs a coaching program that I might possibly be part of, might possibly collaborate with, uh, might possibly try to work for, I don't know. And, and they, were, they were doing a, a certain thing in the process, and I was listening to my own emotional response as they were saying it, both to see how it lands and to see where I am at that I'm feeling that particular way. Uh, and actually, I'll share what it was. So it, it's what's called the takeaway close. So at the end of it, uh, they were saying, I'm going to talk to other people and we're going to come back and we may say, you're not a fit to work with us uh, and uh, you know, we wish you the best, here's some resources, but you're not good for our program. Or we may say that you are a great fit, let's figure out how to make it work. Now the intention is that, is that when you hear you may not be a fit, your response should be, oh no, but I want to be a fit. I'm really excited about this. And then they relax that tension by saying, but we may also say, welcome to the program. So they're, they're priming me to say, oh, good, you accepted me. Fantastic. Uh, and with good coaches, who I'm sure this person is who I spoke to, it is legitimate. There are some people they will reject, some people they will not let into the program. But the other purpose it serves that when you hear that, it makes you say, gosh, I hope they accept me. In my own heart, I was feeling anxiety in the reverse direction. When they said, you might not be a fit, and I'd be like, whew, well, that would be a relief. Then I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, making this work and putting in my schedule and doing all the work and how I'm going to pay for it and all those things. And then say, but we may work with you. And I was like, oh, boy, oh, they might work with me. All right, well, if I do that, then I'm going to have to figure out all those things. And that is the reverse of what that's intended to do. But it was interesting to feel it in myself and say, where am I coming from that I'm feeling that? Where is that anxiety and uncertainty coming from? And to think about when I'm talking to my prospective clients – if I do that, how are they going to react to it? And how are they going to feel it? And where is their anxiety going to lay? So there's a lot to learn by listening very closely to yourself and very closely to what is going on in your mind and in your heart and to realize that other people may be like you and you may get some really good inspiration and really good insights into 
other people by understanding yourself very well. At the very least, you will get insights into yourself and into what's going to work for you and how to make yourself the best you can be and also where you're supposed to be. Very often that little voice is telling us, I don't like this, I'm unhappy here, I'm depressed, I'm, I'm uh, anxious, I'm cranky, because you're in the wrong place. You may be in the wrong job, you may be pursuing the wrong project, you may be just going the wrong way in the wrong relationship, whatever it is. If you have that constant nagging sense of this isn't right, it could be because it's not right. Or, or, and this is crucial, I don't want anyone leaving their spouse or quitting their job because this doesn't feel right. It could be something more specific. It may not be an issue with your marriage. It may be an issue with one very specific thing in it. And if you can fix that one specific thing, the rest will untangle. Your emotions are a blunt instrument. They, they, uh, they're kind of vague sometimes in giving you what you need. But if you sort of zero that in and figure out what it is that's really bothering you by really listening carefully to what your mind is telling you, you, you will learn a great deal. Now, if you're in a place where you're uncomfortable with things, things don't feel right, and you're just like, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm just not hearing, I'm listening, that is what I am here for. I am a coach. I would love to talk to you. Email me at michael at guywhonosaguy.com or go to guywhonosaguy.com and schedule a, a free call and we'll talk about what's going on. I will help you to get in touch with that. That's one of the things I'm trained to do is get you in touch with the inner voice. You may not be able to hear over all the noise in your mind. So uh, give me a call or reach out, set up uh, guywhonosaguy.com. Uh, please do listen to the podcast, guywhonosaguy.com slash podcast we have some really great interviews we've done recently this this season's gonna be amazing we got like 40 something people lined up for interviews and i am so excited by how much i'm gonna learn and how much i'm going to share with you also keep your eyes out i have a potential joint venture in the works where you're going to learn about networking and follow up and all that that's all i can say right now it may not happen this may be the last time you hear about it or i may start actively promoting it if it comes together but I uh, am working on what could be a very exciting joint venture that I think you're going to really, really love. So keep an eye out for that. I am Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows the guy. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate it. You can reach me at michael at guywhonowstheguy.com. Uh, and as always, thank you to Patrick Howard for writing this awesome music you're listening to right now. I will see you tomorrow. I have published a new book called The View from the Deck, Thoughts on Values, Vision, and Gratitude. If you like morning motivation, you're going to love this book. It's a lot of the same concepts. The basic principle of the book is that I was coaching clients, and they were telling me about their dream life, and I was recognizing elements of their dream life in my everyday life. And it made me realize there's things in my life that people are dreaming of, and there's things in my life that the me of a few years ago would absolutely have given his right arm for, and chances are you've got the same. So I took these concepts about values and what makes us do what we do, vision, where we want to be, and gratitude, appreciating the awesome things we have, and put them together into one awesome book called The View for the Deck, Values, Vision, and Gratitude. You can find it on Amazon.com. Just search for Michael Whitehouse, The View from the Deck, and get your copy today.